1: ladies and gentlemen Josh Peters hey buddy how's it going Hi man. It hey man hey dude it's so true you are now a boxer aren't you
2: Nah, no,
3: that's a bit of a stretch And um, can I just say You said a podcast I didn't know there'd be A, a room live audience But yeah. I like it this, this is
2: how all our podcasts are You yeah, know, we have an audience yeah, and
1: This and is, yeah Just We just we don't even know any of them They just, basically They come off the street And we say Hey, do you want to come And sit in here And they laugh But that happens <laughs> to you a lot Yeah, that happens to me a lot that, that that people come and sit And just laugh at me <laughs> Francis always says That he wants He, he really, like, canned clap <laughs> That's what he said What? When he said Oh, we should have
2: canned A oh, canned clap on the podcast <laughs> Yeah in
1: mean cla- canned clapping Yeah <laughs> Not, yeah, yeah, not no, canned no, no, clap. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> You
2: don't the want The STD that. checks. Are yeah, exactly. so if you think you've got
1: canned clap, you can go and get an STD check pretty, pretty quick on it. <laughs> it didn't take long, did it? Didn't take it, long, it, it
3: didn't take long.
1: But do tell me, you are now a boxer.
3: Uh, I guess I've, I've done a boxing fight, so... Um, that makes you a boxer. Yeah, Jamie, you also did the fight, but that wasn't your, your first fight. But yeah, we it's did it. third, mate. This is third. We did it for Lady God and Charity. And when I signed up to do the fight, the guy who organized it was like, don't worry, Josh, you know, I'll organize for you to fight someone easy, someone a lot smaller than you. You'll win, no problem. Yes, Three on. weeks to the fight, it gets announced that, get this, I'm fighting Jason Statham's <laughs> brother in law, Toby Huntington Wiley, yeah. who is a six foot four. The only word, he looks like he was carved by God himself. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So good looking, yeah. chiseled abs. The rest of it. Yeah, yeah. It was and, intense. And Arte came in a pink outfit to, to fight him, but it was it was the, one of jo- the coolest experiences. I Josh, Josh did you did you win? Or? It was. It was, I'll you, let Jamie explain.
1: He. Do you know what? In all honesty, I'm not saying because you're here. And I would say it behind your back. <laughs> it's <makes> a <laughs> good thing. You should have won. I thought you won that.
3: I, I think it was very close. Like it came yeah. down to the judges' score it. at the end, but I think he landed like one or two more big hits on me where like my legs kind of went a little bit, but all in all it was really close. So I think that's what edged it for him, but it was honestly one of the coolest experiences Josh, I've ever
1: had. Josh looked like um, you had put boxing gloves on a kangaroo. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's, what, that's what he looked Someone like. Someone
3: referred to me as a praying mantis. Yeah, <laughs> he, yeah, he did this weird thing where he did this. And it wasn't he, weird, it was
1: cool. It was not cool. It was he this, thing like this. And every time he got a hit, he'd go... <laughs> <laughs> But I saw this guy So it was It was Toby Huntington-Whiteley Who's obviously Rosie Huntington-Whiteley's brother yeah. Good looking guy He was warming up before Good look. He's a Vogue model He's more than good looking Yeah but we could be Vogue models as well yeah, man we just didn't try We just I've tried I, But I haven't <laughs> just Quite got it yet My height Your looks I reckon we're in there Shit if I had heart, Your height oh, If I just had that man And then France is Just taking the photo That would be the- <laughs> <laughs> Why do you put up
2: uh, Well you know.
1: But you did. But dude, to this guy, so Rosie Hunting Whiteley's brother, right? He was doing the pad work before, yeah. And he was like a monster. Like I was like, <laughs> and I saw you were fighting him, and you hadn't seen him. I was like, oh my god, you're gonna die in this <laughs> r- rig. Because you're your tall, but you're skinny,
3: man. Yeah, yeah no, I'm, I'm wiry, though. But speaking wiry, <laughs> speaking of someone dying in the fight, so obviously me, you, and Spencer were hanging out before the fight, right? Yeah. and we're, I was chatting to Spencer, and he was saying that you know he's a very zen guy now. He's, he's quit drinking, and he's got a family and Obviously, He's just had a child, and he was saying how ready he is for the fight. Jamie, I'll let you recall what happened. Did you get to watch yeah, Spencer's yeah, yeah, fight? Yeah. I was shocked. Yeah, yeah, the whole thing. So Spencer, it's hilarious. Spencer
1: was, like, Spencer was like, oh, God, I'm going to be so relaxed, so chilled about this whole fight. It's gonna be like I'm just not gonna come out like a like a like a steaming thing. In his fight against Wayne Bridge, that he did for comic relief, in the first round he threw like 130 punches. <laughs> just like the go-to, rule. like the one thing they say is like if you're driving a car, like don't take your hands off the wheel. If you fight, don't try and throw as many punches as you can. Like at the beginning, mm, yeah. so he comes into uh, this next fight uh, and he was like going like Yeah, I'm just gonna take it like chilled. I'm gonna be super relaxed. Like, it's gonna be good, whatever." He came in like a fucking, excuse me again, he came in like a bulldog, yeah. like just throwing punches, and then he got knocked out. Twice. <laughs> Twice. Twice. He got hit.
3: And it was really hard. I didn't think he was going to get up. He got back up, and not five <laughs> seconds later, he was on the floor again. You could have reached for your drink, and someone like, oh, God, what's happened? You're down again. <laughs> I
1: mean, and the next day, we had a meeting, and I was talking about it and before he came. I said, "Oh, Spencer was knocked out. Yes, he's probably feeling a bit whatever." It was on the Monday, and he comes and and he sat down. And I went, "Oh, we talk about you getting knocked out." I, goes, I didn't get knocked out. <laughs> I went, Why? and He goes, "Well, just tired, so I took a knee." I was like, "No, you didn't. You fell to the ground." Like
2: he didn't want to admit he didn't want to admit that, he,
1: to admit that he got knocked out. But I mean. surely
2: everyone saw.
1: No, they did. Yeah, yeah, of they did. Yeah. yeah, of course they did. Yeah, of course um, they did. Joshie Mantas, dude, you you are not from the UK. That you grew up in South Africa. No,
3: yes, yeah, so I actually grew up with someone else. Some of you might be familiar with Casper um, Lee, who's also a YouTuber. So we grew up in. Do you have s-
1: to say that every single time you meet someone? Like,
3: Look, I'm Casper Lee's
1: friend. I, it's <laughs> actually, it's,
3: I've got business cards that say that on there, Casper Lee, and then plus one next to it. It's <laughs> <laughs> really good. Uh, we grew up in a town in South Africa called Knysna, which literally I think the population is like 100,000 or something. It's really? really small, on the coast, really beautiful. Like one of my favorite places in the world still to go to. But yeah, it's super weird that now the two of us are living together in London. It's quite like a contrast. So we often like look at each other and we're just like, what? Is what going are we on? doing? Yeah, yeah. yeah, how did we get it? Yeah. How the hell did we get it? But was that was that always
1: like the kind of dream to do that or no? Wasn't so at all. So
3: Casper. When we were sort of 15, 16, like I guess a lot of kids our age did, we used to make videos, like home videos for fun. Um, And Casper had a YouTube channel, so we'd upload a bunch of them, and no one would watch them, but like our friends would. We thought it was quite funny. Um, And my main dream in life was to be a professional cricket player. So at that time I was playing uh, like the equivalent of county cricket in South Africa. And Casper one day thought, you know what, I'm gonna try and make a career out of making YouTube videos. And I was like, Okay, Like that wasn't a thing. And no one was doing that. That wasn't a thing. This was 2010. So it was completely pretty much unheard of, mm. especially in South Africa, which is like technologically about five, ten years behind sort of England or America. Everyone thought he was crazy, but he kept trying. And after two years, I think he had like a thousand subscribers or something. And obviously now, about what's it? eight years later, he's got seven and a half million subscribers. So that was incredible. But anyway. I digress. Back to the story. Um, I was playing cricket. He was doing this. Then I used to, once I finished school, come to the UK for half of the year to play cricket. Like in the sort of summer here. Then I'd play the summer in South Africa. And while I was here for extra work, I would edit and film for Casper and some of the guys because I knew how YouTube worked and it was a bit of extra work. And the most recent cricket season I was here, uh, I got glandular fever. You oh, yeah. <laughs> I
1: knew you All were going to laugh. All right, run. okay. So Kissing a lot of people, I see. Yeah, you know, I was, yeah. was, was 20. Were, were you like, yes, I got glandular I was fever? Like, yes, yeah.
3: yes, people will believe me that I've yeah. kissed a girl That Boys back home, I've got glandular Freaking fever. players are very close <laughs> to you know, What actually mockery. happened is a girl just left behind a bottle of water that she'd been drinking and I had mm-hmm. a sip and I got glandular fever. and no, I didn't. <laughs> what yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> um, anyway, so I was... I had a flat in London for six months. I was meant to be playing cricket the entire six months, but now I wasn't allowed to play sport for six months because I had gotten glandular fever. I was in hospital for a week. Lost it's loads horrible, of, isn't it, Lost man? loads of weight. Like, I couldn't walk across the room. It was really bad. Anyway, yeah. um, I started making videos. Obviously, being around all the guys all the time, that helped give me a sort of platform to start. And people started watching them. And it's now two and a, three years later, and it is my full-time job um, and I haven't I haven't gone back to cricket but I've kind of just gone on this weird journey from uh, sort of being a cricket player to now being a youtuber and I, I managed to have my own show on Comedy Central somehow which is just still like I can't believe. so, so what, what kind of show? Um, it is called Josh Investigate. So it's like a comedy show where I play a reporter investigating things like climate change and sex. But I'm really stupid. So I misunderstand everything. Mm. Uh, but with an underlying tone of actually knowing what's going on. So I'll interview like... Do I, you not know, hate that? that I,
1: I, I hate... I, one thing that I find so tricky is when I have to like, sit in a situation and embarrass... Myself and someone else, I I can. I thought that comes naturally (laughs) It's like my most, it's like my worst thing in the world. I find it so in. Because you do things. You do it so often. I know, Francis, all right, I get that. But I do things like. I mean, you do, well, Josh, you do things like you'll sit there. The one that I saw recently, which was so good, was with a Tom Holland. Yeah.
3: Um, And you, well, you can explain it. It's amazing.
1: But what happened with this?
3: So. Because the when the new Avengers movie was coming out, um, I had an opportunity to do a video with Tom Holland to do press for the movie, basically. So instead of just doing like a junket interview, I thought, how can I make this a bit more exciting? So I got Connor and Connor Maynard and Casper, who are friends of Tom's, or they they say they're friends of his. They <laughs> know yeah. him. And I got them in another room with uh, a microphone, and I had an earpiece in. And throughout the interview, I had to say whatever they were telling me to say. Mm, and obviously, absolutely. they made it like as embarrassing for me as possible. They they made me ask him if I could lick his shoe. Like it got all <laughs> is that the most intense <laughs> thing. Spider Man <laughs> sitting in front of you, and you have to be like, "Can I?" This was, was a
2: press junket. That you yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a no set
3: this guy
1: was actually like, "Okay, Ooh, like, what is, like, is
3: going on?" Anyway, at the end of it, Casper uh, and Connor run in and reveal that it was all a all. A and he took it really well um, but yeah that sitting there for five, ten minutes interviewing this guy asking him they made me make up a new theme song for Spider-Man <laughs> and sing it to him they, said, they made maybe say I've been rehearsing the new theme how song how it it's hard to make me I, yeah, I said something I went I think I took the theme song of the spider pig from was it the Simpsons Spider-Man I went, oh, Spider-Man Spider-Man he's our one true Spider-Man can he fly no he can't he's got <laughs> webs coming out of his Aunt or something like it was so bad. Sounds sick. Yeah, no, it really was. But. but dude,
1: but how do you separate yourself with those situations? How do you separate your mind from like
3: it's, the awkwardness? It's it's so hard. Like and I just You watched watch porn on the train. Oh yeah, I was just about to say that was probably the most awkward thing I've ever done. I took um, a phone on the train and then I had big headphones on as if I was watching something, but the audio jack was out of the phone. <laughs> and then it's just like porn playing out of the phone and everyone's obviously looking at me like oh my god this guy doesn't realize that like he's watching porn and everybody on the train can hear it um you just i I literally i clench my stomach and i just try to take myself to another place and pretend that it's thats That's not real like my absolute role model and hero is sasha baron cohen because he can do that Mm. like no he actually it's like he doesn't have feelings yeah, it's crazy. It's, but that that's really how he just doesn't seem like he cares one bit. I think he plays... When he plays a character, he actually is that character. Yeah. And he doesn't... Mm-hmm. sash Baron Cohen's no longer there. It's Borat or it's whatever. That person is there.
1: But dude, but also the fact is that you, you decided to give up cricket, which you were pretty damn good at. Yeah. And, and then go and start something which... I suppose both kind of industries don't really have that much security in a sense because you could no, be injured and...
3: Not at all. So... I mean, yeah, the the season I did here, I would kind of said to myself, look, this is going to be my last cricket season I do overseas, and after that I'll carry on playing in South Africa, but I'll start studying. So I applied to study law. I was going to study law in, at UCT in Cape Town. Sweet. Um, and this was my last cricket season here, and then I got glandular fever. And, like, obviously at the time I was, like, on the phone to my parents, like, crying, and like, my life is over. You know, I've come all this way, and now uh, there's no point. Um, and... I guess I just never moved back once. Because after the six months of being here, I was already kind of just able to make rent by only doing YouTube. So I kind of scavenged around a bit. I think I borrowed a bit of money from like my, my dad who helped me out with like a deposit on a flat. Yeah. And I've managed to live here ever since. Dude, so, that's,
1: that's insane. Yeah,
3: really weird. But, but
1: also, do you not find it like... Because when I was, I did like a bit of, we did a video together, which was yeah. so funny. Yeah. But I, it was hilarious. We did this video in France where, I, th- I think I showed you, where we would walk around London and we had this briefcase and we called it the, we called it the de- debrief. De- very and good. so we'd have this, this briefcase that's basically, I would give it to Josh and he would have to walk into the middle of the public and just let it open up and whatever fell out you just had to deal with. <laughs> it was so intense. I, Josh put so much porn into, <laughs> it yeah, yeah. Was, was that yeah, oh my god there was so much porn that came out and it was like quite heavy porn and like it went huge everywhere, like everywhere and people were like running to help me pick it up and I was like oh my god
3: this <laughs> was the ones that opened and like it was some sort of social I don't know if it was a dildo but it was something like round was it like anal beads or something I don't know and they just started, <laughs> you know what, what was yeah, it yeah yeah it was definitely anal beads they started <laughs> bouncing along the floor like, and, it was kind and of people were like after running after it's so beautiful
1: but, the, but I so I was doing these YouTube videos and things that, and I found it like it, mentally pretty intense to kind of every single week think of something and upload something and keep yeah. that thing going where do you kind of get the the, the passion to keep doing it is it just because because I feel like out of all of those guys I know I know <clears throat> Cassie, although, but you're the one who really enjoys the creative side of doing things
3: yeah I yeah I'll try my best to do stuff that's different it's, it's definitely the hardest part about it and I think that's why so many uh, people who create things on their own accord suffer probably so much from sort of like mental illness and mental health problems because it's it does take a huge toll having to come up with something every week and it sounds silly because we are so lucky to be able to do what we do and and choose when we work and that kind of thing but then you feel like you should always be working you're almost like a slave to exactly that video that you have to get out always gonna be no matter how big your numbers are They always probably feel small to you because you're only ever going to compare yourself to people who have more. And there's always going to be someone with more. So I think it's very important to try. Who has the most, actually? the most subscribers in the world is again in PewDiePie oh yeah he's so he's a, like
2: he's like yeah well I've got the most
3: <laughs> but also he has the most of like 25 million or something yeah, no he's got 70 million subscribers now no he doesn't yeah he does it's crazy plus Or plus 70 I guess. does his videos get like loads of views and things like that still so that's the interesting thing about YouTube now is it's, it's becoming far less about subscribers actually and, and far more about uh, views it's Becoming quite algorithm. So your rent, re- your retention rate. Exactly. How I was just much talking.
2: I was just explaining that to you. How much you your rent, your retention rate.
3: Oh. But it's like with any social media now, Instagram, whatever. I mean, say you follow, I don't know, five hundred people. You don't see five hundred people's posts on your feed. You see probably the top like forty people. Yeah, that you interact I mean, with. I, I, Instagram Instagram have,
2: Instagram have like messed it all up, in my opinion. I mean,
3: like, I, I, I guess it's
1: because they I, yeah. get really upset, by it, don't you? No, no. Like, why has this picture just no, only got like 300 likes? No, no, yeah, likes, because so sometimes your it,
2: picture will get like. So many likes and sometimes it'll we'll just get like barely any. And yeah. and it's not that it's not that it hasn't it's not that it's not a good picture, it's just that Instagram is has topless. Decided, no no it's not. It's it, When
1: he does a topless pic
2: it blows. Up. it goes white. Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> people are literally like, Holy smokes, have you seen France's Instagram?
2: <laughs> the glasses stay on yeah. the top. It comes goes off. viral. <laughs> yeah. Um, he's
1: boring like Yoshi no, Cider no, no. down <laughs> it. Yeah, yeah. and it's just like <laughs>
2: Um, so great but uh, no no and, and I think like because the, there's a reason why Instagram became successful was was what you know the the the, the setup that it had before and then now they're trying to fiddle mm. with it because they want everyone to pay to promote their own posts I hate
3: people when they fiddle with it yeah <laughs> I, I don't know for sure I guess the only if I'm playing devil's advocate the argument I could offer from them is that now that there's so many people on Instagram who are uplo- and everyone's posting so much content that if there wasn't an algorithm, you would just not actually see what you wanted to see because you wouldn't have time. No,
2: wait, wait, do I don't think that's why they're doing it.
3: They're, you know, they're, they're, do you think it's because of the amount of money they can? I make? think
2: it's because they they want people to be more inclined to pay for. I think I think previously people just weren't paying to promote posts. Yeah, and they want people to actually feel motivated to do that. But now it's created this false uh, dichotomy where where all
3: these people are like. By Francis, I'm a YouTuber. You can't use words like I just said that. What reaction. is dichotomy? I just said I went dichotomy. What is that? What is a dichotomy? I was a cricket player, then a YouTuber. You know, what is, IQ, what is IQ, dichotomy? IQ is not... The average IQ here is... Yeah, what's dichotomy? Uh,
2: well, it, 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 well, it's sort of scenario. Yeah. Uh. What's
3: scenario? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Scenario. Wait, do you all think there's an algorithm on YouTube? Uh, oh, 100%. Uh, what you... What, I mean... Surely not. Of course there is. Yeah, if you go course. onto Every your day, YouTube homepage... Is what you watch the most of? Don't tell anyone that. Yours, yours, <laughs> yours, yours is
2: just you.
1: Yeah, I mean, just, actually, <laughs> I come up. I come up quite a lot. That's because uh, you
2: Google yourself so much. No, it's not because I, I Google owns YouTube. So it's just showing you. I
1: don't. I don't have. I don't have. Um, I don't go and check out loads of me. No, <laughs> yes, you do. No, you do. I don't. I
2: don't check out
1: loads of me. You I Google don't. yourself like ten times <laughs> a day,
2: and you have a Google <laughs> alert on yourself. <laughs>
1: I don't have a Google, everyone has a Google alert on themselves. Josh, do you have a Google alert on yourself? Absolutely not.
2: You don't? No.
1: Mm. You don't at all?
2: Okay, well, no. Okay, so, so you're just saying... So and saying, you have a Google alert on Jamie Lang cool, question mark? <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I never yeah. have that. I don't. Was actually, She's going red. No way. i <laughs> <laughs> not. I don't have a Google alert. Why are you
1: getting
2: red?
1: I don't have Is that any. the Botox? The, funny, the funniest Google alert I ever had... I've told you this, first, but Josh, I'll tell you. The funniest Google alert I ever got was when um, I was in Barbados, and it came up on my... Uh, my my emails it said um oh uh google it on G- gq's best dressed
3: oh wow
1: i was like hello <laughs> what's that i went to ollie Proudlock who yeah. likes his fashion a lot and i went up to him and said hey buddy gq best dressed what's up <laughs> and he was like really and i was like yes yeah. so we clicked on it and we went around the top and went david beckham harry Styles. and i was like it's not on the top 10 that's weird that they've sent me and then we swiped across Top 10 worst dressed I was number before. <laughs> <laughs> I was like What Is this
3: Hey No such thing As bad publicity
1: Yeah but do you But do you How do you do Do you ever get like Hate things and stuff like that You must get a little oh, bit yeah. of hate uh, I mean the
3: internet You must get a lot yeah, of hate you must get, <laughs> I mean looking you're at you tall, You're tall ginger, ginger yeah. 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 you got it all Extremely good looking <laughs> Yeah So obviously that Comes with it Do you
1: not get But do you get hate Or do you guys Are you loved by everybody No
3: not at all I mean obviously You're always going to get hate I think I've gotten to the age now where, like, I'm able to realize that anyone who, who for no reason is going to sort of, like, fire hate at you via a keyboard is probably not. Firstly, they're mostly, like, under the age of 12 years old, probably, and they're just. So you just go, shut up. Shut up, you little idiot. Just, I just don't, yeah, <laughs> try not to take any notice of it. Um, it is, obviously, you do see it, and it'll affect you sometimes. But, I mean, all you can do is try and uh, try and ignore it. So, yeah,
1: that's it. no. I completely. Agree. But you have, but you you have a little bit of beef and hate with some of your YouTubers, don't you?
3: Sometimes, um, not really, actually. But there is a. So, my best friend and roommate Casper, um, we both went away skiing, and he was going on from skiing to to do some work in Dubai. And as I said, we lived together. And when I got home from skiing, I found that. He had left something in my toilet without flushing it. Now, bear in mind, we'd been away for like a week. Mm -hmm. So, it's a flat in London. You know, it's not enormous. And (laughs) when I got home, there was this bloody stench as I walked into the house. And and he'd left, I mean, I'll I'll save the language, but he'd left something in my toilet. So, I I tweeted it. A big old poo is what he um. left. So I tweeted it, which is perhaps a bit immature, but I was like, "This guy needs to kind of pay for his So I put it on Twitter, and um, yeah, that's pretty much that's pretty much the all of it. So, so wait, so
1: you guys are now having a bit of beef going on?
3: Now. Well, I wouldn't say you know we're, we're obviously best friends, but I don't think he's entirely happy with me that I've that I put that on Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. I will see when he gets back. He he uh, he sent me some some. Angry messages. He gets back tonight actually. So
1: But dude, this is the amazing thing about the kind of YouTube world, right? Is the fact that like the amount of influence you guys have on times of when it's like hate stuff. Yeah, it's it's I, crazy. I think it's like if people love each other, they don't like it, but if you hate each other they free people go wild for The boxing thing that happens. Yeah,
3: it's weird. I think it's I'm not sure if it's always been like that with, with entertainment, but if you think to reality T V and when that started Yeah. I mean made in Chelsea, obviously Jamie, you know people are always the most Josh is a big fan huge <laughs> he's huge huge fan huge. season 3 my favourite <laughs> he's oh. a huge, huge huge fan Um drama is the most interesting thing I'm sure on Made in Chelsea the most successful episodes were when there was something happening some sort of you know someone cheated on someone or something happened and I think YouTube is almost now becoming like the yeah. modern day reality television yeah. and it's even more real because it's sometimes live from people. You know what I mean? It's, it's, yeah. it's far more personal than reality TV So was. was this
2: actually potentially some elaborate ploy to have a, a fight with Logan Paul? Oh sorry, not Logan Paul. Casper. Casper Lee. No, I don't think
3: we'd ever, we'd ever do think a boxing match. you'd ever box do a boxing match? No, I, d- I think that would be a stretch. Can I ask match. how much
1: money do you think someone like Logan Paul made?
3: Logan. I Doing that boxing match at KSI. Doing the boxing match. What is the rumours in the, the YouTube circuit? The rumours... Um, I think, if I remember correctly, was about five million each. What? Yeah. So, no. I mean, that is. Uh, but don't get me confused with like someone like Logan Paul. You know what I mean? That. Josh, you're very, making five million. No, we're in a we're in a very different uh, bracket. You know, I mean, that's like comparing you to uh, someone, on game, to someone on game of Thrones.
1: Comparing Francis to me, I understand. What you're um,
3: saying. <laughs> no, that's so yeah, insane. That, that is ridiculous. So I mean, it's obviously just rumored, but I think. In my sort of opinion, it would be it would be around but around how? that. How? Well, they, they sold out Manchester Arena for the fight firstly. So but that's, that's like fifty
1: thousand people. Th- is it? I think it's 50, is it more? It's thirty? I think twenty. It's thirty, 30, it,
3: thirty. Let's call it twenty, whatever. But they had I think watching live. Around a million people? I don't want to get that wrong. And they each
2: paid £5, pounds, right?
3: A, oh, yes. It was, pay, it was £6.90, I think, to pay to watch a fight. And now that fight is also freely available on YouTube and it's got like 10 million views or something. So just what sponsors would have been paying to be in the, you know on the ring and have advertising in that fight, you're reaching an audience that not many events what? can get you to reach. I think the brands who did sponsor it would have gotten an amazing deal because if they wanted to reach that amount of audience... In a traditional sense, they would have been paying far more. I mean if you think about what advertisers pay to be on yeah, yeah, to yeah. be on some some events that don't get that much coverage. But dude, but just where does this end, man? Like this is where does this, this I, I, end? Like, so I watched the where? fight live, right? I felt like I was in a post apocalyptic world where everyone had gone crazy because there's like these internet gods, so to speak. Logan from the USA's got just about twenty million subscribers and JJ from KSI from the yeah. UK with with twenty million subscribers. They're like the modern day sort of biggest celebrities, and the audience was all on average about like 15 years old. And everyone is losing it, going crazy they for they these guys. Nuts? And they're boxing, and it, you know what I mean? If you were kind of transported into a weird yeah. post apocalyptic world, that's kind of how it felt.
1: But do we, uh, th- but man, do you think that's like hell? Like I, I mean, I don't know, that like
3: maybe pre
2: apocalyptic, yeah, pre apocalyptic, exactly. yeah, exactly. exactly.
1: apocalyptic. <laughs> but it's, but it's,
3: I don't know if this is like. Yeah, I don't know. What it, it, it's cr- is it like a bubble? Is it like the dot com bubble? Is it like I, I don't think I don't think it's a bubble. I think it's gonna carry on. I think it's just a new means of entertainment. Like I'm sure when movies started people radio must have been a conf you know what I mean, people yeah, hear, yeah people yeah, would I have get just that. been like what, what's going hey, on? That lasts, yeah. Yeah, 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 exactly. That's what
1: people would have said. They would have said that, but now it just seems to be just going
3: Yeah, it is it <laughs> is
1: but dude, these kids are making like so much money. Like, yeah. I mean, they're twenty years old and they're just, you know, they yeah. they're making like maybe I can, if you if you if you put a video out right that mm. makes just like ten million views. Yeah. What what kind of money is someone
3: making? So it completely depends on the content that they're making. So t- to give you like a simple example, say for example cool. you were a luxury cars YouTube channel. Yeah. Um and then say, Francis, you were a normal books. comedy, comedy he channel. He likes books. He's or an old school anything, a comedy channel. And so say <laughs> Coca-Cola would advertise on your videos because that's pretty normal. But on the other hand, with your luxury car channel, Ferrari might advertise on your channel. Ferrari only need to make one sale out of however many views you get to really justify the amount of spend that they're spending to yeah, advertise. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whereas Coca-Cola have to consistently sell a lot of Coca-Cola on your channel to, to justify what they're spending. So for a 1,000 views on a luxury car's channel, you might be making... Uh, what, maybe like $10 for 1,000 views, but you might be only making $1 for a 1,000 mm. views. So that's called a CPM, um, which basically determines how much money you're making per 1,000 views. Uh, but rule of thumb is like $2 per 1,000 views on average. But as I say, if you're doing something that's targeted, like beauty and makeup products or... Luxury That's what I'm going to get into all right, I'm going to get yeah. into three cars is what we be Then I advertisers are gonna are gonna pay a lot more because if, if 50 people watch a Video about a luxury car and one of them buys a luxury car. They've made their money back 100,000 fold by just paying a little bit for advertising. Hey,
1: man, you're clued up to this stuff.
3: You Got you You're yeah. <laughs> clued
1: up to it, baby I quite like
0: Hiring for your small business if you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn you're looking in the wrong place
1: Hey, Josh, you're going to take a quick uh, little moment because I'm going to read you my diary that I like to read you. So You've got a diary? I've got a diary, man, that I'm going to read to so you. You can comment back, do you know, when I used like. to
3: watch Made in Chelsea... When you I still wondered, watch Made in Chelsea. I wondered if the fantasies about you would be real and they're all actually becoming real. Yeah, they're real, man. I'm living my dream today. You are.
1: I feel like you are. And I am living my dream with you
2: here.
3: What about you, Francis? What
1: are you living, Francis?
2: I'm living my
1: nightmare. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Wednesday. Not only is it time to buy a present and Christmas around the corner, it's also the time of the year that starts to die down and there's nothing much to do apart from drink eggnog and wine and get a little bit merry every single night. Therefore, I have another Christmas Tricks tonight that I have to attend and make meaningless chat to people about the weather, how cold it is and what they're doing for Christmas. That is literally the only chat that anyone ever gives at these events. Plus, when you have a party the next day, all you talk about then is how hungover you are and how much you drank the night before. It's basically like you've given a script and you read it out at each party. Maybe tonight I'll go off script, completely ad-lib and throw everyone off course. There you go, man. Did you enjoy? Wow. Yeah, yeah. Where, what year is that from? <laughs> this is from 1942. <laughs> Did you enjoy oh, it? Yeah. You've aged very yeah. well, Jamie. Well, I do. I think it is. I think when you had these Christmas parties, everyone kind of like, you had the same chat. Everyone always walks up to one another and goes, oh, God, I'm so hungover. So how it. was
2: your year? And how's <laughs> the weather?
1: Yeah, I, yeah. I, God, yeah. The weather, it is. Yeah. God, isn't it cold outside at the moment? That's what everyone always chats about. 100%. Do
3: you know what I mean? South African, that's kind of like. It always gives you something to talk about because you know we're not used to the cold, so You can mm. always go,
1: oh, it's very cold. But yeah. South Africa is also one of my favorite places I've ever been to.
3: Yeah, it's mm. it's, it's, it's an amazing. It's I've never been anywhere in the world that's like it. I've never. There's like I think Africa though in general, not just South Africa, has still has a lot of like untouched beauty if that makes sense. Yeah. Whereas a lot of the rest of the world has been very like taken by human beings. Whereas in Africa, there's still so many places that are just completely. Naturally untouched and like beautiful. Do you think you'll ever go back
1: and live there at any point?
3: I always like in the back of my mind, I would always want to definitely. Um, I'd you love sure to. You can ha- take
2: your YouTube anywhere, you can, but, yeah, but you
3: can't leave Casper and exactly. his boys. And you know, it's they- um, yeah, big part of, of YouTube is obviously you know collaboration and being with other people because a lot of the videos we make, we make together, if that mm, makes sense, yeah. and then also just in terms of making a career out of it, there's far more of like a market for online advertising and that kind of thing in the UK and the US than there mm. is in South Africa. It's still lagging a little bit behind. But um, but but also, Josh, in terms of like things like, you know, in terms of YouTube, I know
1: we keep going back to that, like, you know, and, and perhaps it is, and I'm just sort of questioning, is it
3: is it sustainable forever? Is it that... You, I think not for an individual, I think any form of entertainment, you can't say sustainable forever because you're only going to be around as long as people like you. Sure, but I think YouTube as a platform and, and and online as a platform will definitely be around forever. I mean, you're not just talking about YouTube now; you're talking about Hulu, Netflix, now TV streaming in general. you Streaming, not, not necessarily and, YouTube. And though. even I was thinking about this the other day. I was watching TV. Nothing's live on TV anymore except for sports and the news. Completely. Yeah. I mean, mm. any. If you're watching a movie, I mean, it's not, you know what I mean? When I was younger, though, I'd think like, oh, this is like live now on TV. But now everything's on demand. Mm. And even when you're watching something on TV, that's not live. So I think the concept of live TV is going to be forgotten about except for sport. Um,
1: yeah, I, I I actually weirdly completely agree with that as well. I think, but that's what that's what sort of TV people are trying to do now is they're trying to find a way of getting like the live sort of stuff back. That's what they're trying and whatever they can do to make it live because otherwise you are just then another streaming service. Yeah,
3: I think what now is challenging them with that is that I can go live from my phone in my pocket. You know what I mean? It's such an easy thing to do, and and people's favorite people can go live. You don't need a whole production to do. But I guess I mean. Like, this is obviously an example of that. Where it's yeah, this is great. sick. Exactly, this we can go. We can this is go, live. But this isn't exactly a huge production, you know what I mean? It's not that hard for us to... Hey, what, what
1: are you... No, I've you been not in a life... <laughs> <me> everyone's <laughs> hard, sorry, sorry we're not end. lying. We don't yeah, well, we don't. I'm sorry about that, <laughs> What man. I'm saying sorry is... Sorry we're not on Comedy
2: Central and <laughs> you all you know, that kind sorry of Sorry we're not making five million a fight.
1: Yeah, She's bragging about that. I wouldn't
3: be here if I'm making
1: money.
3: All I'm saying you don't need a television studio or a huge amount of people to make Live TV work yeah. now. It's quality, not quantity. Exactly. But but what I more mean is Good that. Looks.
1: So that, so therefore, if you have, it's like so sustainability, right? For, you, for yourself, you think that like, you're
3: talking about me personally.
1: Yeah. So what do you think? What do you think? In the, if you if you don't think it's 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 possible for an individual to sustain something like that, what do you do? Mm-hmm. You make a lot of money, then you go into something else, or how? What do you do? Like, so I think where I'm because you, I feel like you really love entertainment.
3: Yeah, I do, and I think where I'm quite lucky is this is still very much a new. You know, all of this is so new. The internet as an entertainment format and, and a marketplace is still so new that I've been fortunate enough to be able to learn so much about it that I think even when people get sick and tired of me and my career as an entertainer is over, I'll hopefully have developed some skills to be able to- Consult people. Consult and, and work in this kind of space. Um, I've also invested into a, a, a business, I don't know if you've heard of, called Influencer.com. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, which is a really exciting <laughs> startup. Uh, which basically is a, a, a platform that connects creators with brands, but um, it's, it's sort of a very smart piece of technology as well. So, say, for example, if you were uh, a brand and you, you had a campaign and say you wanted to spend X amount of money and reach X amount of people in this area who speak this language and are this age, blah, 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 the platform can automatically do that for you and serve up a bunch of influencers who would be correct for that particular yeah. campaign. Cool. But, but the influence is
1: like the fastest growing like agency in a sense. But are you a tech agency? Or? So
3: yeah, that's where we kind of even ourselves we're kind of deciding which direction to go for because it is in one sense a marketing agency in some respect and it's it's a tech platform. Um, I think we want to focus on it being a tech platform in the future. Our goal would be for it to be the kind of Uber of this industry so if you could imagine one that day would be handy
1: that would be good yeah then you wouldn't have to worry about a fight
3: <laughs> <laughs> you'd, you'd be all right I that'd mean, be fine
1: and that's, don't
3: worry we're the uber of it's, people like, it's, it's not buy. gonna be easy there's a lot of there's a lot of people doing and i think uh like fame for example just got bought by google who's a kind of competitive of ours but um the dream would be say you're an influencer you get a notification on your phone uh nike want to promote such and such a product you open up the app see the notification see what the fee is there's a contract there you sit, you go tick upload your content to the platform the brand approve it and within a day you can turn around a, a deal that sometimes will at the moment takes months when when it comes to sort of managers and, and a whole bunch mm. of different things that that get involved so you're basically saying
1: you're going to be like the purple I'm bricks i'm not saying we're going to you're I'm like the purple the, bricks of like estate agents
3: and that would be our absolute ambition and, and dream we've still got a long way to go Weird to enough France yeah. and
1: I just set up a business called Influencing which <laughs> yeah. is
3: pretty much the, the same kind
1: of thing it's about a techie <laughs> no. one
3: um, but you mate, I, candy kittens is, they're some of my favourite sweets I see them everywhere I go now Dude, that's very kind of you yeah. but I think we're all the
1: same we're all entrepreneurs around this table right we all want to like do that I just don't think you were like a cricketer right you
3: know you didn't yes, you, you so, just didn't really so weird it, I always did have a kind of keen sense for for business as well luckily because my uh father owns restaurants and i kind of grew up working in restaurants uh in my like holidays and that kind of thing so i'd wait and and always be in a, a restaurant environment and then i learned from him like a lot about how a business is run and obviously a lot about running a restaurant is just customer service and and how to be with people and i feel like those skills in any business you go into are some of the most important skills if you can if you know how to be with people and and you're polite and you've got the right sort of set of people skills I feel like you can you can almost it's go called, into... they called soft skills. Yeah, it helps yeah. a lot with with going into different Do you have
1: some things. soft skills? He does. I would look at that jumper. Yeah, you got some. soft Hey, um Josh, man, no I I hey did I wish you honestly all the success in the absolute mm-hmm. world, man. You are just and such when you
2: sell influencer.com to Google, yeah, we'll, uh, you
1: know. but you are you're such a nice guy. You deserve all the success. You're you're also the great thing about you. You're kind of the old school YouTubers where you're also willing to help out everyone in the sort of community, which I think is such a cool kind of yeah, think,
3: way to be. Well, that's what, I mean, if if I never had help, I'd probably not be able to have gotten to where I was. So that and on YouTube, it's very hard to like. Get started without collaborating. It's just yeah. the way it works, and look, that's why
1: we just want to say, you know, don't worry, we'll help you out today. We're thank glad you. we can help you out. No, honestly, hey, this yeah, is awesome. it, it's thank super. Sweet. Dude, Josh, thank you so much, Thanks baby. So much, hey, guys. man, really appreciate. It. Also, before you leave, we have to ask
3: you to leave our audience with something inspirational. Something inspirational. You you couldn't have pre-prepared me for this, huh? <laughs> something inspirational is that I remember. The, when I first arrived in the UK for the first time I was 18 years old to play cricket uh, and I was in Stoke-on-Trent um, I remember being consoled by family friends of us because I was like crying I was really homesick so I went to London for a weekend uh, and stayed with them and I was like oh I want to go home and, I, wasn't, and, and ja- I saw Jamie Lang's face on the television on Made in Chelsea true story <laughs> it's actually true I mean that, that didn't inspire me to do anything okay, but I'm just thinking like, how, I want to be him. <laughs> how, how weird if I think back to then how different my life was, and I actually was really sad at that point, and I had no idea what i was what I was going to do anyway. now i'm I'm on a podcast talking to you, so I think it the mor- it dream the, big That's the, what mo- you're <laughs> the moral of what I'm saying is no matter what you're doing and and how it might seem now, a few years or even a few months is sometimes a really long time and, and things can completely change in your life and you might be in a completely different situation to where, you, to where you were and what you thought you'd be doing. So don't get too down on things if in the current situation you, you, you're not mm-hmm. that happy, you know, life's, life's long. And it, it, the same goes for if you're doing really well, don't get too caught up in it because life's very long. That was a long old winded way of saying so it. It was. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, hey. You literally put me Look, on the spot. It was you. sweet, man. It was sweet.
1: Hey, Josh Peters, everybody. <laughs> Woo. Hey, Thanks, guys.